Hi, I'm Audrey. And I'm Amanda. Welcome back to another episode of the Not So Model Minority Podcast. you may know, we asked our friends and listeners to share your experiences with racism while living abroad. We were going to create a montage to play at the start of episode Mm 4, where we talk about Asian hate crime. But these stories were so powerful that we thought they warranted its own bonus episode. Yes, and we definitely think that they are stories worth telling. So here they are. So my second year of uni, me and my two friends um, were in this like uni uh, initiative to give out sandwiches and um, coffee to homeless people in Cambridge. And so we were serving this one uh, guy sitting outside Sainsbury's and he looked at me, he kept saying like, ni hao, konnichiwa, ni hao, konnichiwa. And I remember just laughing and be like, oh yeah, haha, ni hao, but not konnichiwa, I'm Chinese, I'm not Japanese, and konnichiwa is Japanese. And he just went, yeah, you are all the same though. All this, you're, you're all yellow people. We used to own you. We used to own all the yellow people. So at this point, like my white passing friend, she just takes over and I don't really know what to say. To be honest, I don't hate that man at all. I, I'm quite sure he wasn't really aware of what he was saying and he didn't say it to hurt me, I hope. And I don't think he did it to intimidate me in any way. But I remember like that phrase, we used to own you or we owned you made me think of a story that my father told me when it was the late 70s and he was a waiter and a broke student in the UK and he was serving this French guy who didn't want to pay his bill my dad was like you have to pay guy like throws down his cash walks out turns around and says we used to own you we used to rule you and it was kind of hit me when I was standing there that it might be 2018 not the late 70s I might speak fluent English I might go to the University of Cambridge and all of that and it, none of it mattered, you know, I was still a yellow person, and white people still apparently think that they used to own us, or they used to rule us, and it made me think that perhaps this is what a lot of people say when we're not around, this is what they say behind my back, and it's only in situations like this, or sometimes when they're drunk, that it comes out, and we see what they really think. I was walking to school, minding my own business, when a lady from a distance away started walking really intently in my direction. She approached me, came really close to my face, and pulled off my mask and started yelling racial insults in my face. She asked me to go back to where I came from and take my dirty disease away from this country. There were people around us, but I felt so helpless because everyone was just walking away and I just didn't know how to defend myself at that point in time. There have been many times where I experienced racism from kids and it made me really sad because you think about it at that age, the way they behave is an indicator of the environment and surroundings that they're brought up in, be it at home with their family or in school. I've had experiences where kids come up to me and say, you effing chink, coronavirus, konnichiwa, and some of them even throw things at me when everyone else is looking. So for them to be outrightly racist like that, I can just imagine the kind of rage they have inside towards a certain kind of person for them to actually execute their thoughts into actions. Just recently, an Asian student was collecting food from outside his student accommodation very near from where I live, and he was just minding his own business, collecting his food, when these three 14-year-old boys took a brick-sized rock 
and threw it at his head, and he was bleeding profusely. Two weeks ago, a friend of mine who was cycling in one of the neighbourhoods here was pushed off her bike and called an effing chink by someone whom she didn't even know. A few months ago, I was at the metro station waiting for the metro, and a group of kids kept running by me, saying, Konnichiwa, Konnichiwa. And of course, everywhere I go, I get people saying, You speak really good English. Some people might think, oh, these are little things that are fine as long as they don't hurt you. But it's subtle racism like that that lead to bigger things because we let things snowball so big that people start to condone these kind of words and actions. So in general, I think people should just be more mindful of the things they say and the way they behave. Because what you think might be a joke can really hurt someone else. When I first came to the UK and started going to a predominantly white school, my English wasn't what it is now, so unsurprisingly some kids made fun of my accent. What you probably wouldn't expect is that some teachers would also make fun of my accent during lessons. The truth is, I didn't make much of it at the time, probably because I was just too busy trying to adjust to my new surroundings, but only realised much later how damaging that kind of behaviour from the teachers could be. They're supposed to set an example in what's right and wrong through education, so by mocking an overseas student's accent in front of everyone, they're signalling that this is just acceptable behaviour. These are just a few examples of the many racial aggressions faced by us and our friends, simply because we're Asian. It goes to show how prevalent racism against Asians still is today. Just because they're not reported does not mean they don't happen.